0: Good morning, true femme community. How are you? Um, It is a Friday morning, and I am absolutely sipping on my coffee right now while it's hot. I don't know what you're doing, but um, that's what I'm doing. And I am just excited to be here again. And I want you to tell me something. If you are enjoying this show, this podcast show, and you are getting something out of it, um, or maybe something has spoken to you, I would love it if you could take just a couple minutes and write a review um, or a comment below um, and let me know what is standing out to you the most. Um, This also just helps get the show out to other women who are like-minded like us, who might need some extra you know, um, advice or input or encouragement. So, um, I would absolutely love it if you could take some time out to do that and let me know how this episode and the podcast show in general is helping your life. Um, I'm going to move right along today's topic. I am veering off a little bit, not entirely, but a little bit because I have gotten asked numerous times by a lot of you girls who are listening to this podcast. And a lot of you girls who are following along on the Instagram page and um, reading all the micro blogs and messaging me in the DM, this is a question I have been getting asked a lot. And the question is simply, um, Rachel, I would love for you to explain to me or to share how your faith in God has affected or impacted your dating journey. And I have heard that a few times too many to not do an episode on it. So I thought, you know, if I'm getting asked by a few girls on this, I'm sure there's more who might want to know. So without further ado, get comfortable wherever you're at. If you're driving in your car, sitting at your home, if you're in your PJs drinking a glass of wine, I don't know what you're doing, but, um, get comfortable cause I'm diving right in. So the question that I get asked is how has your faith impacted your journey? So, um, I'm going to start from kind of the beginning. So, um, you know, as a kid, I always believed in God. So I actually never really had an issue having faith. Faith came kind of naturally to me. You know, as a little girl, I would look up into the sky out my window and I would see all these stars or I'd look in the ocean or the mountains or something. And I would just think, wow, how could there not be a God? Like how, you know, I mean, it just, that was a thought that went through my head. Um, and then, you know, I was really blessed enough to have two parents who really both taught me and demonstrated the love of Jesus. So my parents, they, um, really cultivated this atmosphere of, of love And so when they would teach me about God's love and they would teach me of the sacrifice that Jesus, um, made in our lives and they, they would read the Bible to me and they would, um, they would pray for me. And so as they would do that, um, it was very easy for me to believe that God truly loved me and that. Um, Jesus, what Jesus did for us was the ultimate act of love, you know, that he would come and, you know, at no fault die, um, just to, just to save you and me. And it was just this beautiful, heroic story of somebody who would sacrifice their entire life for you and for me. And, um, and when he didn't have to, and that is the, the extent of God's love, that his love is, is that magnificent and, and, um, you know, outrageous that, that he would step in to take your place. Um, you know, and I always use the example of, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, say you committed a crime, right? So if you committed a crime, let's say that you got charged with something that caused you to go to prison. Maybe, maybe you killed someone or attempted to kill someone. I don't know. But you did something really bad and you had to go to prison for it. And you're in the courtroom and it's as if Jesus would say to you, okay, this, you know, or the courtroom would say, okay, you are guilty for this crime. You are going to prison or you're going to die and get the death penalty. And it's as if the one person in the rooms would stand up who was completely innocent, but thought how much he loved you and would say, you know what? I'm going to stand in your place actually, because I love you so much. I'll go to prison for this person. I will die for this person instead. And obviously I'm assuming that most people listening to this have never done something that crazy. Um, but we have done things that, you know, have been evil I'm sure in our lives before. And so, um, you know, that maybe deserve something, you know, a penalty. And I always understood that the beauty of what Jesus did was that God sent his only son to die on the cross for us to take our place so that we could have eternal life and abundant life and all these amazing things. Right? So anyways, my parents taught me that and I was blessed enough to live in, in, in a household where my parents taught me about the love of Jesus, but also demonstrated that to me. And they demonstrated unconditional love. Now, I want to pause right there, and I want to say this. I understand everybody who is listening right now does not have that experience. And everybody is on a completely different journey. There are so many people. There are people listening to this whose parents taught them about Jesus but then abused them. Um, Their parents took them to church but... um, were alcoholics and did not show love at all in their house and so for them they can't grasp or, com- or begin to understand God's love because the love that they were shown was not um was not love at all and there's people listening to this who got taught entirely different things entirely different religions and so i just want to say that um i understand that everybody is on a completely different path and a completely different journey and Um, I want to just encourage you that when you do come to me with, you know, things that you have done in your life and in your past and in your relationships and experienced, um, I am fully listening to you with no judgment whatsoever. So I bring no judgment to you. And I just want to encourage everybody, um, to seek God out on your own and to figure out, um, you know, what God's love really looks like for you. So, um, but anyways, back to my story. So because I had this foundation of faith that kind of followed me into my, um, junior high and high school years. And, you know, so I, my parents, again, I have to give credit to my parents. They really taught me how to honor my body and honor myself and that God wanted me to honor my body and honor myself. And so, um, part of honoring your body was not giving your body away to, all these men, right? And realizing that you are such an ultimate prize, that you are so beautiful, that your body and your whole entire self is such a gift to be given and it's not something to be taken and to ha- you know, to have somebody take things away from you. And so, you know, if you're following if you're following along on my coaching Um, I do talk a lot about honor, you know, and so much of the dating world is about honor, both physically, mentally, and spiritually. And so I just feel like, you know, when you love someone, you truly honor them. Right. And, um, and so if we love someone and we show honor to them, and this is how, when you love healthy, you show honor, right? Just as we show love to somebody else is how we should also be shown love. And so, um, you know, this helps in your setting up boundaries. So this helped with me setting up boundaries physically with men and things of that nature. Um, but I'm going to fast forward, you know, to the end of my high school, my parents got divorced and that totally wrecked my life. And I actually cried a lot and I was so hurt. I was devastated because, you know, here's my Christian parents who taught me all this stuff about love and they couldn't love each other. And, you know, so my whole paradigm of what love was and all these things were absolutely wrecked and shattered. And I cried really hard and I even prayed and I surprisingly wasn't actually mad at God, but it definitely ruined any, any ability to see love in the romantic sense from a place of, um, joy and happiness. I I saw the romantic love as a, as a means for destruction that it would end in destruction and, and so therefore I ended up, you know, packing that hurt away deep down inside and I carried on with my life, making myself the happiest person I could be on my own. Um, and it wasn't until about a few years back recently that I realized, oh my gosh, all of this, the reason I keep sabotaging relationships, the reason I keep doing these things is because I am so Scared. And for the first time, I could actually admit that I was scared and I could actually admit and tell people openly, you know what, my parents did get divorced and that did hurt me. And it was not until I was able to admit how scared I was that I was able to move forward into the healing process and to be where I am now, where I am engaged and I'm now planning a wedding. So I want to tell you girls that my faith journey, I always kept my faith in God, but one thing I realized that I did not trust God with was... I did not trust God with um, romantic relationships. I didn't trust that um, that I could actually open up and give myself to a man or that I could even try to because I was so scared of any kind of hurt and pain. So my prayer shifted from, oh, I want all of these things from God, you know, or God, I want my husband to be this, 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 that, and, you know, all these specific things. And all those specific things were pretty much perfection. And, um, and so it kind of shifted and I, I started realizing that, you know, if you listen to my very first episode, I talk about my whole story, but you know, I started realizing like somebody, I was so I was hurt so badly, um, that I was unable to let somebody love me. And so what happened, so, you know, what happened for me was I started praying and this is where I had breakthrough guys. This was like, again, three years ago. And I was sitting there and it was after a trip to Uganda and this um pastor actually looked at me and said, "Who hurt you so bad you can't let someone love you?" And then he asked me all week about it. And we were in Africa and he's like, "Have you seen a professional?" And I was like, "No." And I was like, I thought I was the happiest person alive. I didn't think I needed a professional, you know. And um and he goes, "Well, I think you need to." So on that trip I began to pray. I said, "Lord, I'm scared." I was like, I'm scared. So, you know, the first step is admitting it. I was like, I'm just so scared of being hurt and rejected. I'm so scared of being cheated on. I'm so scared of somebody waking up one day and not loving me and wanting to get divorced. And um, and so, I'm sorry, my phone beeped. But um, ignore that. I'm, I'm so scared. I'm so scared of these things. And I said, God, please help me to not be scared that was my prayer i said help me to not be scared help me to not be fearful help me to open up to trust again to trust in a romantic relationship and girls that honestly was the extent of my prayer and i have to tell you that It wasn't until I started praying that, that I finally had that epiphany on my trip to Africa where that pastor said, who hurt you so bad? You can't let someone love you. And then I answered and I said, my parents. And when I was able to say that, then I was able to continue to pray. And, and that opened up this door that led me to my therapist, Kelly. I always talk about her huge shout out, Kelly. If anyone wants information to my therapist, she's amazing. That's my plug for her. Um, She's phenomenal. Message me. I will send you her information. Um, but that was what led me to even open up to the point of going to therapy. And I truly believe that, you know, there's a verse in the Bible that says you have not because you ask not. So basically you don't have because you don't ask. And when you ask, you ask with selfish motives. And so you know, when I began to ask God to help me to not be afraid of marriage, to not be afraid of commitment, to not be afraid to love and to be loved by a man, when I started praying that, that is what led me to somebody introducing me to the thought of therapy and developing, paying to develop myself. And then it opened my mind to realizing that, wow, my therapist costs $150 a, a session. And I'm paying $600 a month for this because I wanted to go every week. That, the prayers led me, I really believe that God mysteriously leads you to what you need, right? At the right time. And so that led me to go, oh my gosh, it's 115 an hour. My old mindset would have been like, I can't afford that. But then I thought, because of my faith in God, I felt like God led me to this point where I was able to go, you know what, Rachel, to have another revelation, right? Rachel, you're going to spend that $600 on something. You're going to go shopping. You're going to go buy, you're going to go out to eat. You're going to do these things. So why don't you cut back on some of those things and invest in yourself? Why don't you do that? And that was a thought that I said, yeah, Rachel, nothing changes if nothing changes. And, you know, thus led me into calling up the therapist, getting involved. And then here's another thing, girls. Every time I would go into my session, okay, I would be, I'd be driving there and I would just pray to God. I would pray so hard. I would be like, Lord, I just pray that you would break down every wall that's inside of me shatter all of my fears, help me to open up. And I pray for my therapist that she would be able to help me today. I pray that you would speak through her to me. And I pray that you would give me revelation and bring healing into my heart and into my life and help me to not be afraid to share deep things that have hurt me in my past. So I would actually be praying for my session before I went in. So, you know, if you ask me, how has my faith journey impacted where I am today and how I have gotten to this place? Well, I gave you a little bit of the foundation that I had, but you know, I would say that I went most of my life sabotaging relationships until I finally realized, wow, I'm actually scared. And in all my prayer, I dropped my prayers from all the specifics of what I wanted in a man. Lord, I want him to be hot and tall and charming and fun and love me and be committed, and whatever it was, You know, love Jesus, all these things. You know, when I dropped that and instead I started praying, Lord, I pray that you would break down my walls, that you would break me down, that you would shatter down all my fears of romantic love, that you would bring confidence in that area in my life. When I shifted that, you know, I talk a lot about masculine and feminine energy. It's so funny because I almost feel like I took, I was using this feminine energy standpoint, you know, where I was like, you know what? I'm going to put all the focus back on myself. And I really believe that the way to a man's heart is through your own heart first. So the way that you connect with a man's heart, women always want to connect with a man's heart, but the way you connect with him is always through your own heart first. So everything is about getting your ducks in a row and, um, so, you know, again, when you ask me how my faith has impacted my journey, I would say that just having a close relationship with God, having a deep and intimate prayer life and really just talking to God, like he is my friend, like he is my first love that he's this loving father to me and understanding that God's love is so big and so fast that he really does want the best for you. um, and then learning the point of honor that I want to use my body to honor God and use my body to honor my commitments and my commitment to God first and my commitment to my future spouse second because I want that to be intimate. And in order for things to be intimate, they have to be exclusive. In order for you to be exclusive, that means you have to exclude all others, right? So exclusivity. Is oftentimes what brings intimacy. So, exclusivity, when you exclude, why do you think marriage is between one man and one woman? It's because you want the intimacy. It means that you exclude all other people from coming inside your relationship, mentally, spiritually, and physically. And this is what brings bond, this is what brings intimacy. And so, you know, I had this commitment to God first that I was going to be honoring with my body towards God. And when I understood my relationship with God and I was deepening that, you know, through, you know, I was very involved in church and different things. And I, I actually, when I'm not doing this, I sing and, and I play, I'm a musician. So, um, that's been a huge part of my life is, um, just actually a big part of how I've made money in my life is through music. And so, Um, you know, I've used that and, um, you know, just having all these accountabilities and different things that have led me to this point. But I will say that faith is an amazing thing. And if there are somebody listening who does not have any faith at all, I want to encourage you and let you know that even when you think you do not have faith, you actually, in fact, do have faith. And, um, everybody has faith because you have faith enough to not jump off a building, right? Because you don't see gravity. You don't know it's there. You don't even feel gravity, right? It's not something that you feel in the air. Um, but you don't see it, but you know, it's there and you believe it's there because you know, if you, so therefore you're not going to go jump off a building Um, because you are believing something that you cannot see. When you enter into a relationship, that takes great faith. So it's an ultimate act of faith to enter into a relationship. Why? Because you do not know the end result of that relationship. You do not know where it's going and how it will end or how it will finish up. So you are operating in faith because you are believing In something that you cannot see. So if you're on here listening and you think you don't have faith or faith isn't for you or whatever, I want to encourage you and let you know that you're operating in faith all day, every day, actually. And, um, so it's about where are you going to put your ultimate faith, your ultimate trust in? Is it, is it God or is it yourself? Well, for me, I've put my faith in myself and, um, that hasn't really worked out too well. And, you know, as a human being, I can only see a little bit in front of me, but when I can trust in God, the creator of the universe who has, who can see all things and controls all things and is the God and creator of science and the body and people. And on top of him being the creator that he loves you so, so much. And that he demonstrated his love that he would come and die for you on the cross. That is a love that, if you can really grasp that kind of love, you begin to shift in your faith focus, right? So you begin to understand that, wow, I really truly can trust God because He has proven His love to me many, many times. And then when you start praying in your life and you ask God to do big, crazy things, and then you see Him come through, which has happened to me throughout my life, it increases my faith, it grows my faith. And therefore I can trust him more and more. And so, um, when it comes to your, um, love lives, I would, I always encourage women and men, um, to seek your relationship with God first and, um, put your faith in God and believe and know that he has his, your best interest in mind and you can pray for wisdom. One thing I always encourage, I pray a lot for wisdom, understanding. I pray, I pray all the time. Um, God, please give me great communication skills. Um, increase my confidence, give me boldness, um, and just praying things like that in your life. And, um, you know, for me, I always pray in Jesus name because I really do believe in the power of Jesus in the name of Jesus. And so, um, yeah, so that, that is, in a nutshell, (laughs) I try to not keep these podcasts too long, but that's a little bit about my faith journey. And that's a little bit about how my faith has impacted my dating life. Um, I would say that, um, my faith has not, um, well, I would say that, you know, my dating life has not always been the best. Clearly. That's why I'm here teaching you guys. (laughs) because I'm trying to teach all the what not to do's, um, from my past and what to do from what I've learned. And so, um, yeah, so I think faith is super important. And again, I understand everybody has different faiths. They are coming from different backgrounds and, um, many people have been hurt before by people of faith. And so I just want to let you know that I love you. If you're listening to this and faith is not your thing or you're not there, Um, I want you to know that I love you and I will not judge you for anything. So no matter what you tell me, I understand that everybody's, um, approach to relationship is different. Um, their physical boundaries are different. Just all kinds of things are different. And so I want you to know that I will never judge you and I welcome you with open arms into my direct messages on my Instagram. That's where I talk a lot to you girls And, um, yeah, so I'm going to wrap it up there. Um, and then I just want to encourage you ladies to go follow my Instagram. If you have not already and message me, that is where I like to connect with you and talk to you. Now it might take me a few days to get back to your messages. Um, but I really do work hard at trying to get back to all of you. Um, and then also again, um, I want to just remind you, if you have not heard, I'm starting a membership program, a true femme membership program. Um, that is an awesome program. It includes four coaching calls, um, one-on-one coaching calls for the month. And it also includes a, um, four, two hour teachings. So weekly, um, our two hour teachings on in-depth topics that I brush up on, on the podcast and in my pot and the Instagram micro blogs. So I will be talking about masculine and feminine energy, boundaries, um, communication and all kinds of things like that. Um, and I am keeping the group somewhat exclusive. So for the month of August, I'm accepting five girls. So if you are interested in that, please, please, please come message me, leave me a comment somewhere where I will find it. Um, usually in my direct messages on the Instagram, tell me that you are interested. I will get your email. I will send you an email with the information on how much it costs and the breakdown of it and payment plans and different things like that. So, um, it's a really affordable price Um, in comparison to how much therapy and coaching call, uh, one-on-one coaching actually does cost both with me and many others. So um, I I made it really, I broke it down so that you get the best bang for your buck. Um, This is for the girl who was once like me, who is thinking, man, do I need to invest in myself? Man, I'm having some trust issues. I'm dealing with some things. And so Maybe this is where I'm at. Maybe I need to, this is the first stepping stone to me diving into the depths of my own soul to get myself in a position that I am ready to date um, powerfully and date with impact and date um, to marry and set myself up for success in my dating life. This program is definitely for you. Um, I want to send you that information. Um, and, uh, then I try to get on a little phone call with you and see if you are a really good fit for the membership program. And if it does overflow, I will start a second group. So, um, let me know if that is something you are interested in. I am so excited about it. It is going to be a phenomenal membership course, and I'm excited to launch it and start it. And I'm excited to meet all of you girls and have that one, one one-on-one time intimate time with you, teaching you. Um, and helping to develop the best you, um, for your future man. So anyways, um, as always, if you like what you heard, please, please like this podcast. And, um, if you could just hit the, um, the ratings below and leave a review, I would greatly appreciate that. It would mean so much to me. So anyways, I hope you guys have an amazing day. Um, Also, if you listen to this and you like it and you want to share it on your Instagram stories, you can tag me and I will reshare your story to my profile. It's just fun interacting like that with you girls and just hearing from you and hearing how, you know, this is impacting your life. So God bless you. Have an amazing day. I will talk to you soon. God bless.